0: Hello, this is Keisha Lewis, and welcome to Sunny Side Up, a review of last week's happenings in the social media world with some Trini seasoning. This is Episode 1, with news from the 18th to 24th of February. What a week, bot crackdowns, not bot, Twitter bots, music licensing, long-awaited tools finally coming to TNT, and a platform known for users that hate advertising, trying to attract more, wait for it, advertisers. And there's more. Let's get started. WhatsApp Business has come to TNT. Now, most of us are familiar with WhatsApp. It's what you would call a messenger app, and we use it to send voice notes, texts, uh, pictures, videos to one or more people at little to no cost if you're not counting mobile data or Wi-Fi. Now, it's a messenger app that is huge in the world, like really, really big. Okay, um, according to servicedoc.com, at last count, July 2017, they had an excess of 1.3 billion monthly active users. So that makes them like the most important, the most significant, the most popular messaging platform in the world. It's bigger than Facebook Messenger, bigger than WeChat, you name it. Now, in certain countries, like in certain African countries and in Latin American countries, a lot of businesses were already using WhatsApp in their marketing campaigns and to keep in contact with their customers. So WhatsApp decided, hey, well, let's, you know, let's take advantage of this. And they have now rolled out a business app, or a business version of their app. It first um, was launched uh, January 18th in the UK and the US, and then was expanded to various African countries and Latin American countries over the next few weeks. So when I first heard about it in January, I was excited. why so I went in, went into Google Play to download the app, only to discover that it was not yet available in TNT. So I waited impatiently, And kept checking maybe every two weeks to see if it's now available. And happily, I checked two days ago and it was available. So I signed up one time and hey guys, it's out there for you to use. Um, just like a Facebook page, you can set up a business profile with picture, website address. You get automated responses. You get your metrics. You can even get a verified badge, along with lots of other features. Okay, so check it out, see if it fits you. For now, WhatsApp is planning to allow small businesses to use it for free. And I think they have a like corporate version rolling out soon that will, of course, cost. So check it out. Now, on to our next story. Facebook Messenger now makes it easier for you to have group conversations. So, imagine this situation. You're having an audio or video call with someone on Facebook Messenger. And then you realize, oh crap, I have to bring this other person into the conversation. Or you just need to get their perspective, you name it but you can't just add the person on facebook messenger it was is not like skype where you could just or google hangout where you could just invite the person to come and join the call but that was in the past now with facebook messenger you can do that you can just invite the person to join the call without having to end it, before you would have to end the call, start over a group chat with all the parties that you currently remember, and then start the call all over again. Of course, by then you forgot what it is you were going to talk about, and sometimes the person isn't even available, or then you decide you want to bring someone else into the conversation. But happily, that problem has been solved, so now Facebook Messenger is catching up to Skype and Google Hangouts. You can invite people mid-conversation to your audio or video call. Thank you, Facebook Messenger. It was about time. Let's move on. Facebook Watch is now available in T&T. Wow, I feel really lucky. I get to launch a podcast by announcing two new services in Trinidad and Tobago. Now, according to Facebook, their newsroom um Watch is a new platform for shows on Facebook. Now, when we're talking about shows, we're talking about basically creative pieces, videos, of course, that are made up of episodes live or recorded, and they follow a theme or a storyline. According to Facebook, it's a platform for all creators and publishers to find an audience, build a community of passionate fans, and earn money for their work unquote now um from what i've seen so far they have uh, a few shows up already it's definitely still in the beginning stages they are still i guess figuring out what would be a best fit for their platform um from what i've read on the forums they are working with a small group of creators as in people that are making these shows to be put on their platforms and um, you can apply to be a creator but i don't think they they um starting to take a whole lot of people all at once but you can go check out the shows that are already there and see what you like so check it out on to the next story twitter's butt crackdown now this was the story of last week Finally, after many complaints, calls, threats, Twitter is stepping up to the plate to deal with their bot problem. And what do we mean by bots? You're talking about your false followers. You're talking about artificially creating hashtag trends. Any spammy tactic, any you know, cheating tactic you use to try to um, game the system to your benefit. So, and of course, because we're talking about bots, it's any tactic that would involve the use of AI, artificial intelligence, um, computer software, you name it. Now, Twitter implemented some new regulations. They set some new rules that they announced in their Twitter blog to um inform people as to what will be allowed and what will not be allowed anymore. So, there are three main rules that everyone should keep in mind that apply both to individuals' business accounts as well as third-party apps such as um Hootsuite, Buffer, etc. So, I'm quoting these rules now. 1. Do not simultaneously post identical or substantially similar content to multiple accounts. Add AI to that, you can see where that can become manipulative. 2. Do not simultaneously perform actions such as likes, retweets, or follows for multiple accounts. Again, if you add AI to that, multiplied by a few thousand, that can become quite manipulative. Yes, there are some people that have been complaining about the inconvenience of that. um. But again, it's a tough problem. It's a complicated problem. One that's been allowed to fester, admittedly, for quite a while. So yeah, when you have a big problem, you often have to take big actions to solve it. All right, so that's the second rule. The third one is, and again I quote, The use of any form of automation, including scheduling, to post identical or substantially similar content, or to perform actions such as likes or retweets across many accounts that have authorized your app is not permitted. So this would apply in particular to your third-party apps such as Hootsuite, Buffer, HubSpot. That would be something that app developers in particular would have to pay close attention to. It means that if they are allowing their users to do this kind of spammy behaviors, they can be punished and they can be affected or blocked even by Twitter. There is an exception to these rules, and I quote again, As a sole exception to this rule, Applications that broadcast or share weather, emergency or other public service announcements of broad community interest, for example earthquake or tsunami alerts, are permitted to post this content across multiple accounts who have authorized an app. Self-explanatory, any kind of public service that you're doing, anything where you need to get a certain amount of information of a certain type out to an audience repeatedly that's of vast importance to them and to their safety, that would be an exception to these rules. One particular um set of users that were affected deeply by these new rules are those that use TweetDeck. I mean, I fall under that category as well. I'm a TweetDeck user. I have two twitter accounts and sometimes you may come across a tweet that you liked or you agree with or you want to share and you decide okay i i think i want to share it across my two accounts and TweetDeck used to facilitate that now they they cannot do so you you can no longer go in and say okay i want to like this or follow this or share this from my two three four accounts now of course these rules they've implemented were designed to crack down on those people that were controlling thousands of accounts and manipulating the system but yes it does affect people even those who have two accounts three accounts but again it's it's a major problem and it's something that you have to take basically the flamethrower too so Essentially, last week was a version of Twitter turning on the flamethrower. It's already in train. Just means you need to adjust the way you use Twitter. And my hope is that this would cause a major shift in the Twitter experience. And I hope it's a positive shift. I think it will be. I have also experienced the reduction in quality of what I see on Twitter. Sometimes you follow certain people. Now, I'm into social media, so I follow a lot of social media marketers, social media influencers, and air quote influencers. And yeah, you go into their accounts, and it's post after post after post of after post of headline and link, headline and link, headline and link. Headline and link. And not a lot of engagement and, and it, it can be very frustrating, irritating. You name it. I want to be able to interact on Twitter with, um, people in my area. You know, I don't want to be constantly diverted out to your website. Talk to me. Interact with me on Twitter. That's why I'm here. I'm basically, I'm, I'm happy to see this happening and I look forward to seeing a shift and to see what's next. That's the big story of the week. Now, on to our last big story of the week. Reddit announces improved ad options. Now, this was the most ironic headline of last week. Now, when you think about Reddit, well, I know, if I don't think about Reddit, I don't think about ads. Um, According to social media today, Reddit has more than 330 million users, and, and one of their strengths is that they have a very engaged community, I would say, almost to the point of obsession. Um, but their ad options weren't too exciting, and understandably, because um, the Reddit community's culture has been known to be opposed to ads. They don't view ads very positively. Despite that, uh, Reddit announced some changes to their ad offerings to try to attract more advertisers. Okay, then. In summary their their changes were making their adoptions more closely match that of facebook and twitter and all the other guys and um, now if you want to advertise on reddit you can select a campaign objective such as brand awareness and reach traffic conversions so that you can better target your ad and they also are going to help you find the right audience to target and also help you with the campaign creation process. So, yay. I'm not too sure how I feel about this. Generally, I feel meh about it, because, again, Reddit is not really a place where people are too open to ads. Personally, I think the better bet would have been to find a way to monetize the use of social listening. Because... If I'm a marketer and I want to understand a specific group or subgroup, Reddit is a great place to go to to do some, you know, market research. I mean, whatever subgroup is out there, you can almost be guaranteed that there will be a a subreddit out there for that group. And yeah, you know, you're listening, you, you get to understand the culture, you get to understand the characteristics of that subgroup so that you can better market to them. So if Reddit could have found a way to monetize that, to me, that would have been a better approach. So hey, Reddit, if you want to, if you think this is a great idea, feel free to send a a few thousand in my direction for suggesting it. Yeah? Other than that, Reddit, I love you. But, oh gosh, be yourself. And that's it for our top five headlines of the week. And now for this week's Honourable Mentions. Facebook plans to merge their news feeds with virtual reality and augmented reality via 3D posts. Facebook signs a music licensing deal with ICE. According to TechCrunch.com, this deal covers 160 territories, 290,000 rights holders on Facebook, Instagram, Oculus and Messenger. Whatsapp is not included. Instagram now offers expanded options for replay in direct messages. According to TechCrunch.com, when you send a photo or video from the Instagram direct camera, you can decide whether recipients can only view it once, replay it temporarily or see a permanent thumbnail of it in the chat log. LinkedIn updates its search function. These updates include how the search page is arranged, as well as how the search results are organized. Snapchat adds gift stickers to their Snap. According to Social Media Today, it's now Snapchat's turn to copy from Instagram. Like Instagram Stories, you can now add animated images to your snaps. Subscription-based YouTube Red is coming to over 100 countries. According to SearchEngineJournal.com, YouTube has just finished signing all necessary music deals, so now it can be expanded to more countries. However, no timeline for rollout was announced. Want to know when this gets to TNT? Then subscribe to this podcast, Sunny Side Up, for updates. That's it folks, the end of our first episode of Sunny Side Up. I hope you enjoyed If you did, make sure to click that subscribe button and join us again next week for another review of social media news. As we go, remember this, social media is social, so make sure to reach out to someone today. Till later people, bye.